for success, as I said, is like the part of the iceberg underneath the surface of the water. It's difficult to see. It's very influential in terms of why we're here and what we do and how we do it, the way we live daily organizational lives, but because it's difficult to see, we need to find a way of making it visible. The way I like to think of this is doing archaeology, organizational archaeology, okay, organizational archaeology. in ancient Rome, in Egypt, in Machu Picchu. What you do is you look around and you find artifacts, leftovers from that society or community or organization, which helps you understand what they did and why that was important to them. Think of ancient Egypt. One of the key symbols of Egypt are the pyramids. Was life so easy for the Egyptians that they had nothing else to do but build pyramids? Obviously the answer to that question is no, life was very difficult. They needed to tend their fields, to manage the crops, to organize themselves, and yet, at the same time, they would cut stone miles up the River Nile. They would dress it, cut it to shape, put it on boats, send it down the Nile, offload it, and build fabulous tombs to their pharaohs. Why did they spend so much time 
and so much effort doing this? I think the answer is partly in the values and the beliefs that they have. was that if you are phenomenally rich, you can take it with you. When you die, it can go along with you into the afterlife. And as a result of that, the pharaohs created tombs where they could store their wealth so it'd be close at hand, so that in the afterlife, they could use it and maintain their lifestyle as an after lifestyle without almost noticing the difference. So the symbols that the Egyptians had of the power and wealth of the pharaohs were the pyramids. But there were also some interesting organizational structures that went around pyramid building of stone, the transportation of the stone, the surveying of the site, the building of the pyramid, all this required technical expertise and control of large numbers of people. Again, a sign of power. The pharaohs were able to command and control a significant number of people in what were quite labor-intensive and complex tasks.
of this thinking. What happened was that inside the pyramids, there was a maze created so that people coming to rob the pyramids would find it difficult. They wouldn't know where the treasure chests were, they wouldn't know where the burial chambers were, and as a result of that, it would be more difficult for them to take what was not rightfully theirs. The interesting thing is at the end of all this pyramid building, some pharaohs decided that what they were going to do was to kill the chief architect and all the slaves that built these secret tunnels and passages so that the secret wouldn't get out. An interesting little ritual which was tied into the belief that people will rob you blind if they get the chance. So what are these symbols and stories and routines and rituals? What are the kinds of things that we should be looking for when doing archaeology? symbols that we can use. The language that people use on an everyday basis when they're talking to each other, that can give you some idea about the values and the beliefs they have about that group of people. It can give you some idea of the way they think and feel about them. The language can also give you a sense of what kind of tribes there are in an organization. Is there a marketing tribe? A sales tribe? A finance tribe? By looking at the language, you can get an idea of that. You can also look at the way people dress. Does that tell you something about what's important to them? Do you get valuable information from the style of dress, the kinds of clothes that are being worn? Is it a very formal organization with uniforms? Is it a very informal organization with ordinary everyday clothes? When you walk into an organization, when you go through the front door, what do you see? What does that tell you about this organization's history, traditions, success. In some newspaper companies that I've been to, you walk through the front door and what you see is a printing press. That symbol of independent thinking and reporting, that symbol of freedom as journalists will tell you. And that's what you see when you walk into newspaper companies. It gives you a sense of history and tradition. It gives you a sense of what they're about. 
in other organisations, when you walk through the front door, you will see different things. But what do those artefacts tell you about the values and beliefs of this organisation? You can look at the offices. What do you see in those offices? Again, what sense can you make of that? In some organisations, having an office on the outside of the building with a nice view is a reward for hard work and success. In American companies, if you have a corner office, if you can see things coming from two directions, that's even better than having an office with a window on one side of the building. In Japan, however, having an office by a window is not always a good thing because very often the decision-making processes, the communication processes within Japanese offices occur in the centre of the room. Being on the edge of the building can almost be like being on the edge of the organisation, remote from the decision-making processes. So when you're in an organisation, what are you seeing? What does that tell you? Another interesting example is an insurance company I once visited. There were two kinds of insurance business being done by this company. One was medical and one was general. When you walked into the offices of the medical insurance part of the company, it looked like a hospital. Everything was white, everything was clean, everything looked very, very clinical. When you went into the general risks part of the business, there were photographs of friends and loved ones, pets, holidays, there were plants, there were bright coloured cushions, there were easy chairs, a very informal and quite domestic environment. And yet this was exactly the same company that I'd been to five minutes before. But yet their building layout was very, very different. The things they had in their offices was very different. And it gave the visitors, the employees, a different sense, a different feeling of what it was like to work in those two places.